I went through thousands and thousands of slides that we've done, data slides for the top performing brands in the whole world. And believe it or not, every time they had very complicated data to explain, they boiled it down to one of those three charts, a pie, a bar, or a line. Too much data and data that's unclear is actually slowing down organizations. It's actually slowing down the C-suite. But it absolutely takes a human of great intuition and great insight to say, here are the things we need to do now that we have found this insight or opportunity in the data. I'm Paul Michaelman, and this is MIT Sloan Management Review's Three Big Points. Each episode, we take on one topic that leaders need to be on top of right now and leave you with three key takeaways for you and your organization. We love data. We love innovation, the world changers, the mind blowers. We love ideas, impossible ideas, big, impossible, crazy as a loon ideas. We love falling down and getting back up and accepting our mistakes and moving on. We love it all. With love, Cloudera. One of the great promises of our economy is the ability we have to collect more and more data from every nook and cranny of people's lives. Scary as that can be in some contexts, for organizations, more and better data should mean that we'll be able to make better and better decisions. Alas, today's guest says, not so fast. The tools we're using today to explore data and aggregate data are fascinating and they do these crazy beautiful visualizations that are interactive you could explore them all day long but when it comes to communicating there really are only three ways to visualize it so people can understand what you are talking about very clearly and that's the pie the line and the bar i went through thousands and thousands of slides that we've done data slides for the top performing brands in the whole world And believe it or not, every time they had very complicated data to explain, they boiled it down to one of those three charts, a a pie, a bar, or a line. That's Nancy Duarte, CEO of Duarte Design and author of several books, including Data Story, Explain Data and Inspire Action Through Story. She argues that even as we possess exponentially more data year over year, It's the ability to tell a story from the data that makes a difference for businesses. And too few people in too few organizations have that skill. Too much data and data that's unclear is actually slowing down organizations. It's actually slowing down the C-suite. Decisions that used to be able to be made rapidly now are wanting to be verified or wanting to have data prove that it's the right direction. And you can roll around in the data all day long and there's vats of it to roll around in. You won't be successful until you cultivate your intuition because no decisions are made with about a small percent of intuition coupled with the data to make the great decisions in the future. That means that too many companies, maybe even yours, dare I say, are spending untold fortunes on data collection, but not getting a whole lot back in return. The biggest communication problem is empathy. We don't 
know always how to assemble and construct information that the other person can receive, process quickly, and be decisive on. So if you look at the people who explore the data, a lot of times they find the insight and they just want to flick it to someone either in a bigger, a higher pay grade, or they just really don't want the responsibility of taking a stance on the number or the data. And that's what the difference between an individual contributor and a leader are the ones that are willing to learn how to tell the story that's in the data. This idea then has big implications for the workplace where storytelling skills are not a traditional job requirement. Data doesn't speak for itself because it needs a storyteller to tell what it means. So often we go into the data, we see an insight from the data, but struggle to articulate the action from the data. So by using and applying storytelling principles, which are classic persuasive communication structures, you're able to convey what you found in the data and the action that needs to happen from the data, and this will speed up decision-making in any organization. Duarte says there are three main storytelling tropes that we can borrow. The first is to take a point of view, and then to state what is at stake so people clearly understand what the decision around the data will mean for the company. Your point of view needs to have a verb in it. It's the action that you're asking people to take from the data and what is at stake if they don't take that action. So this becomes almost in storytelling, it might be called the elixir. It's the one thing that everybody's going for. It's the goblet of desire at the end, right? And so you have to define what that is. The point of view might be something like, we need to divest our services division immediately. That's a point of view that you found in the data. And then the state are, if we don't, we're going to burn through too much of our cash. So that's what is at stake if you don't act upon what you found in the data. Next, employ the classic storytelling structure, three acts. So the beginning, you're always stating like, well, this is our current reality. The middle of a story is always that messy middle where all the tension and conflict is. So the second act of your story is where you state the messy part of the data. What's broken in the data? What are you trying to change about the data? And then the third act is your data point of view where you say, therefore, we need to do this action to have this kind of outcome in the stakes. And last but not least, you must humanize the data. And you do that by understanding who the hero is in the data. Might be a patient or a user, an employee, a partner, could be a humanitarian or a team. These are the people that you're trying to get, move the data in a desirable direction in the future. But sometimes there's an adversary that's pressuring them to head in the wrong direction. It could be mindsets, competitors, bureaucracy, technology. And you need to understand who the people are that are moving the direction you want it to go, and who are the villains or adversaries that are putting pressure on them. And once you understand that, you'll communicate them in a way that'll inspire them to move the data the direction that you need it to go. When you're communicating with executives, you would use the hero and adversary framework to help them understand the effort, the human effort that it's going to take to help this opportunity or problem be solved. So you wouldn't necessarily say, this is the hero and this is the adversary. It's like an empathy tool for you to understand and walk in the shoes of those that you're trying to get to have turnaround future data. In this hero slash adversary setup, the problems or solutions don't even necessarily need to be human. A disease could be personified as an adversary, or even when you're looking at revenue or you're looking at sales, there's all kinds of insights that you could yield from 
revenue being low, revenue being high. Having conversations with the people that are driving revenue are what will give insights to solve what kind of action needed to be taken from the data. So sometimes it's explicit in the data itself, and other times you may have to make phone calls, you may have to do like investigating, you may have to have um, surveys. There's ways to figure out what are the things blocking the data from going the direction we want, and how do we understand the human mindset and the human heart on the other end of that information. And what's this data story's happy ending? What does a business that applies to these methods look like? If you can learn to communicate in a way and tee up insights from data in a way executives care about and in a way they are measured, what will happen is decisions will be made quicker. And we can't be careless about the speed we move in. You have to be intentional. So if it's communicated in a way that it's clear and brief and the action is very clear, we'll make decisions much faster and much more carefully. That's Nancy Duarte, CEO of Duarte Design and author of Data Story, Explain Data and Inspire Action Through Story. Time for the takeaways. The three big points you need to remember are, number one. You need to have the guts and intuition to actually form a data point of view. Number two. You need to understand the three-act story structure so you could use it as a framing device as you communicate your action you need taken. And number three. You need to understand who the humans are that are driving the numbers the direction they are and determine a way to communicate with them so they can change the numbers in the future. And that's this week's Three Big Points. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are streamed. We will be forever in your debt if you take a moment to rate our program or post a review on Apple Podcasts. Three Big Points is produced by Mary Dew, music by Matt Reed, marketing and audience development by Desiree Barry. Our coordinating producer is Mackenzie Wise. Three Big Points is made possible thanks to the generous support of Cloudera. Special thanks to Deborah Gallagher, Lauren Rosano, Jennifer Martin, Richard Marks, Michael Barrett, Jeanette Ramos, and Katrina Van Berkham for all they do to make this show possible.